get into it because we because we got people doing stuff tonight. Chris is just being an asshole. All right, huh? Hundred percent, always. Play ball. Chris, All right. Chris, I have good news. Yeah. Is I want you to lead us in. Okay, yeah, but it's like a cold open, so, I mean, that's fine, right? Are you nervous already? Are you sweating? I, I mean, it's rather warm in my room, yes. Okay, I but, think you're just nervous. I mean, all you have to do is say, welcome to Bush League Congregation, let's get into it. It's Mike, oh, Chris, that's and what you CW, and then oh, let's talk I, about I'll tell you Michael Lorenzo. It. Forget it now, I'm done. I've gotten it. What in the world... Is going on with Michael Lorenzen. He now he's mad up the baseballs as well. What happened? Yes. Yeah, so I guess what was it? It was Friday night, right? When he uh, CW when he smoked um, Upton in the head. I believe it was Friday. It's Friday or Saturday, one or the other. And literally, it was like instantly after the game when reporters asked him, he was bitching about the baseballs. And now too slick. Don't know where I'm. I'm throwing it when it comes out of my hand. This, that, and the other. You know, we've said it. We've all said it multiple times. Uh, not going to name an, another person, but he's come out and said it. Who? Just numerous. What do you mean? Are going to like get us canceled? Um, who? Who's who said it? No, it's GC. It's uh, GC. You said I'm not allowed to talk about the if Yankees, it's on a so I'm not going to. Conversation. Just don't talk about it all the time. <laughs> you know, he said it multiple times. You know, doesn't know where that where it's going. Uh, you know, guys, as we've noticed, the, the hit by pitches have come up or has the number has risen this year. Who's the Mets pitcher? And then we've got, um, uh, Chris Bass- Bassett, right? Yeah, Bassett. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an issue. And then, you know, they've, they've tried to do an, uh, an experiment with the baseballs. And I, I want to say it's in, in a double A league, you know, all the leagues are all different names now. And it, what used to be the Eastern league, I believe is the league that they are implementing this tacky stuff that the pitchers are allowed to use. And some pitchers love it. Some pitchers still fucking hate it. I just don't understand. It's like, it's like how they get you at the movie theaters. Like you can't bring in snacks, but you have to buy our snacks. We've got to sell you snacks. Yeah, you got to yeah. eat these snacks. I mean, it's probably it, well, it's eventually going to be spider tech, right? Like it's eventually going to they're eventually get What's the point? If they're if like you can use this substance. I mean, it's got to be something along those lines, maybe not to the effect or the tackiness that they did have. I mean, cuz we we all adapt and 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 advance, and it's just like when the college baseball world and high school baseball world went from BESR certified bats, where the bats were just or the balls were just exploding off the barrels, to they went into the BB core era, and for like the first five or six years, there were essentially no home runs hit in college baseball, and even in high school, like the the numbers were way down, and now all of a sudden it's they're at an all time high, and it's it's basically the same thing like the pitchers i I believe are going to have to adapt a a certain extent you know mlb came out with a memo today and now is telling how to doctor or not doctor the baseball but muddy the baseball now before the games they all have to they have a regiment that they have to follow whereas before it was just the clubbies doing it for them cw that's my question yeah go ahead Why, why why does mlb not have someone at each stadium doing that specific thing right there to make sure the balls are uniform 
across the league. They're expecting the teams to do this, and that's where they're selling this well, memo complaining because, like, Lorenzo was talking about, he felt like that ball was fresh out of the package. Had not been wiped down, mm-hmm. not been muddied, not been nothing. He said he could not hold it for, you know, any control. So if this is a problem and there needs to be a standard, why does MLB not just put one guy in every stadium to, to do this, to make sure it's done right, to make sure the ball's uniform across all the league? I don't understand why this is so hard to get right. I mean, you want we know a they... uniform, treat them all the same damn way. Uh, yeah. Don't leave it up to, you know, some random guy at a stadium that, you know, at a team that's 15 games under 500 at this point in time to really care about what's happening to the ball. We know MLB has the money to pay a, you know, 30 extra employees to do that. But if you remember back in the day, it, literally it was the it was the Mississippi mud they had at a undisclosed location and that was how the balls got muddied up before they even got packaged and sent off to stadiums. And that was that guy's job. Fucking every single day, cases and cases and cases and cases of baseballs were just getting rubbed up and then they were sent out. Now it's you have like they're basically getting brand new baseballs to the stadium. It feels like to me, you're having someone in the clubhouse do this. And and if you look at the memo, it basically says they have to be done within a three hour span and you can't use fresh baseballs. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen if you run out, if you don't do enough, but weird topic. Just just uh, do it right. I mean, the MLB's just got to do it right. I don't. I don't know how. Like CW said, I don't know how you can't. Somebody take care of it's thirty guys. You know, in Costa Rica, just make the same goddamn ball all the time. Okay, it's not hard. I don't think. I don't think it could be that hard. Whatever. Anyway, guys, how's it going? We started out live. We went straight to the meat. What's going on? How's it going? Fantastic, sir. Well, good. Everything's awesome. Baseball's kicking ass. Brace, awesome. Um, how are you? I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, we don't need to get into details, but those those of you who don't know us personally, my dad and I took a trip to New York and went to the Yankee Stadium, Bush Stadium, um, or not Bush Stadium, Yankee Stadium and City, City Field. Field. Wow. <laughs> I wish. Maybe it's all in the brain all the time, I guess. But no, uh, went to both New York stadiums, uh, went to see the Yankees and Rays, uh, Yankees one by one, um, and then the Mets beat the Brewers the next night. Both came down to the end. It was both were good games. And pitcher stools, Cortez versus McClanahan, and... Uh, Oh, uh, Ashby versus uh, McGill, and it was good. All of it. It was a good time. Both stadiums are great. Quick thing about the Yankees for you, Chris, because I'm bringing it up, not you, um, is so at the beginning of every Yankee game, this is really cool, they... Roll call? Yeah, it's awesome. I did not know they did that. That is pretty fantastic. They uh, go each player... Um, they chant their name, and then when they wave to them or acknowledge them, then they go to the next guy. Celebrate and go to the next guy. And they do it every <clears throat> yeah. And so the Mets do something similar. So once the game starts, one of the guys in the outfield he starts chanting "Let's go Mets, Let's go," and then uh, another two or three guys start joining in and they start chanting "Let's go Mets." And the next thing you know, it silence because Mets fans didn't care. Uh, it was so different. It was so different at the beginning of the Yankees game versus the Mets game. It was like Mets wasn't paying attention, even though they're like really good. The Yankees was like in the game, serious. And they're kind of jerks, to be honest with you. But that's whatever, my taste. <laughs> they were, for real. It was New Yorkers. They're tougher people, just naturally. They did not make me feel very comfortable. Like, hey, where's your Yankee shit? Oh, I'm wearing a baseballism shirt. I'm not wearing Yeah, you were, wearing, you were wearing your damn... I'm, I'm uh, independent Painted today. in the corner shirt. Like, I don't... I'm not... <laughs> 
I'm not in this. I'm not in this fight. But the Mets was just like, yeah, what's up? Let's go get more beaters. I'm like, all right, well, you yeah. guys are winning. And independent, he's he's sitting in the front row, right in next to the foul pole. And I was like, what the hell, dude? You're gonna not wear any Yankee shit? Why? Gross. Absolutely gross. Do you and own any Yankees? I don't know. Nothing. Not not. Okay. Why? I, I could have got some. Could have got some. Do a lot of things, but why would I do something stupid? Uh, by choice. Anyway, Chris, I, I, it was a great time. Go, go to both stadiums. Go to New York and watch baseball. It was a great time. Going with my dad, lifetime thing. Um, it was awesome. Love you, dad. Uh, what, uh, what, uh, what did you do, Chris? You have are you doing all right? Chilling? Oh, I was, I was about to ask if, like, if I could, you know, say how I was doing since, you know. CW uh, talk. No, I had I'm, a special I'm, baseball I'm thing to fucking, say. And, I'm geez, fucking with you. Know, you I'm dude. cutting everything now. Ain't fucking CW uh, and I doing the show. It's all out. Nobody. Yeah, no, I mean, been good. I mean, glad to be back. You know, we took a little hiatus for the last two weeks, but I'm just super excited to be here with you guys and and enjoy talking about baseball, you know, and I guess partaking in a couple beers or or whatever. You know, summer baseball is in full effect, so don't really have a whole lot of time, but we're here. Right on. Awesome. So let's um, let's just get into it. And I want to, you know me, I don't like to do the up-to-date kind of thing. I want to talk a little bit further into stuff. So let's just get this stuff out. A lot of injuries are going on, man. And so like, and big ones. So it'd be good for us to touch base on them real quick. Let's just try and kind of mow through it. But what, tell me what you think about some of this stuff, because some are some pretty... Pretty big names. We'll start at the very top here. The best baseball best baseball player in the NL statistically this year, Manny Machado, is out with an ankle injury. Um, he stepped on first base wrong. Is that right? That's the way that that I saw it. I didn't see. Yeah, it. I, yeah, heard it like it. I heard it. I heard it was pretty. Heard heard it was kind of gross. Um, yeah, CJ, he just stepped wrong, and yeah, it, it turned it turned ugly. Oof, um, I'm surprised he's not on the IL already. But nope. No it, prognosis yet. Yeah, no, not as the last I'd seen a couple of hours ago. So yeah, but yeah, I, it didn't look good. So. I didn't hear anything yet, which actually means probably bad. Bad things are happening. They're probably calling surgeons to see what they can do. Uh, I hope not. I really hope not. I hope he's all right because he is literally having an amazing year, MVP caliber year for Manny Machado. C.J. A- Abrams has been recalled. He gets another shot to. His, you know, it, some, he's been on fire since he got sent down. Hey, but he's got to do it in the big leagues, and we still haven't seen it. So well, good luck to him. No, so, exactly. Manny, I hope you're better soon. Uh, Mookie cracks a rib in a collision in the outfield. Not a long timetable. Painful injury, but not a bad injury. Three, four weeks. It sucks for the Dodgers because, well, he is also having an MVP candidate year. Yeah, but not as bad, fantasy right? team, too. Well, you know, don't draft Dodgers. That's what, you know, that's what I that's what I always say. The next guy's one of your, like, boys, isn't it? Well, as I've jumped on that bandwagon and whipped the horses a lot for the Angels, I've, I really want him to be one of my guys. But, yeah, Anthony Radon, done season-ending surgery. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's been nonstop for him since he signed that contract. Like, them. literally. It's, yeah, it's it's sad. I mean, he's a really good player that we've just not get to see at all for the last couple of years. So, I mean, it sucks for the Angels also. Um, they've been struggling since we, since I jumped on the bandwagon. Maybe well, I need to jump off, watch from a distance. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Could yeah, be that's, me, that's, honestly. That's, that's, that hurts. Yeah, maybe it's all of us because a little bit. Because I, I, I was, I was in when they were fighting for like yeah. it was all four of them at the top, both New York and both LA. Was like LA Angels, go for it. But sorry, yeah. Anyway. I mean, we and then they lost watched, like eighteen in a row. Yeah, something stupid like that. I mean, we still watch Mike Trout be Mike Trout and be amazing. And you know, great weekend just, by the way. Oh yeah, historically great weekend. So it yeah, sad, but yeah, Rendon's done. Yep. Hopefully, he comes back better. Um, 
Get some rest, dude. Next year, 2023, hopefully it's your year. Because I love that guy. Tyler McGill back from the IL. Um, like I said, I he he pitched in the game. I was at New York last week. He looked pretty good. He looks like he's got a little rust on him, of course. I mean, you know, got to get in the rhythm. Oh, he's back. He, he went back on the IL. No, and then he oh, went he, back on the IL. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. I did he not broke, know that. Not yeah. only did you break him, you broke Aaron Ashby both. They both oh, my gosh. You're right. Yeah. That's totally right. right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Ashby went on yeah. today. And McGill but, but went think, on like the next day. Yeah, yeah but I think I think McGill I think McGill left early. I'm pretty sure. Now I recall. He did. Yeah. He left in the yeah, fourth. I do. I totally remember that. Dang. I can't I Wow. Sorry, it was one of the only... It's the second time I've ever been to New York. I had a great time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's so much to take in. He did good, but, yeah, that's right. He did leave the game early. That stinks, man. Mets are having such a problem with pitching this year, man. they got to figure out... they got to find some... Hey, it sounds up. about... Yeah. Side note, quickly, they're saying Scherzer may be back this weekend. Yep. If not well, next week... It all, it all depends on how the night goes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... I, I would, if I was them, I would make that trade for McGill for Scherzer. I mean, just say, I man, I'm sure they would like to have both, but you yeah. know, if you have to lose, You're, I mean, him replacing him with a Scherzer is not a bad deal. They started out the first game of the year thinking they had both of them. Yeah, Jesus. More, more pitcher news. There's a lot of pitching injuries this year, like this year, uh, but this this week particularly. Injury you successful TJ surgery. That's good, but he had TJ surgery, <laughs> so that sucks. Well, you know, he's. Um, I think he's been out like three or four weeks. Though, yeah, but right? still, like it's just like that's that's your year. There it goes. There it goes. The, the guy you pay a lot of money and like in in a world he was there. Wasn't he there? Wasn't he supposed to be their ace like two years ago? Yes. I mean. Yes. They have some really talented pitchers up there, but like at one point they were anchoring their pitching staff around him. Uh, not long ago, uh, Leah Hendricks, the IL. I just can't believe how Dude, much I, bad luck that team has. I can't even believe it. It's so crazy and unfortunate what's going on over there. It's not like it's just this year either. I mean, it's it's like repetitive year with White Sox. It really is weird, yeah. weird and unfortunate. Ozzy Albies, uh, how like how much does that hurt the brace for real? Because I don't think everybody really realizes like what he means to the to the team. He's a true spark plug on that team. Um, the team has a ton of talent, and I think it'll be fine without him. But just the I don't attitude that he brings and the excitement level he brings, I think keeps all the other players around him kind of up to their best standards. And yeah, it's he's going to be out at least halfway through August, I think, because they put him on the 60 day. So it's a big, that's, deal. it's a big loss. It's a really big, yeah. Loss. I mean, it, I mean, you look at his stats this year, he's not been great, but it's the numbers really don't count for just the energy that he brings and how he uplifts and just the connection he has with Ronald Acuna and Dansby and all that. So yeah, I mean, it's just a big loss. I mean, I wouldn't say he's the leader of the team, but he's damn sure one of. Well, so, I mean, the leader of the team deal. is in LA, so yeah, yeah. you might be right. Who knows? We, I don't think they have one yet. He might be yeah. auditioning. Oh yeah, I don't think there's a, a, a designated leader guy. right now, but yeah, he's he's definitely one of them. That I completely agree. Well, I, I, I have an idea. Uh, of what they could do in um, Atlanta. Do you see how good Brandon Drury's doing in Cincinnati? I have. He'd be like so crazy cheap, right? Final final year's contract. Cincinnati has nothing to really play for. Why though? Yeah, I'm kind of pretty fucking good. I mean, but is RC a permanent solution at second base? Um, is Brandon Drury for the year? Maybe there's a reason he's there's a reason why he's on his fourth team in like but the last for the, four for years. For the year, for a year, he's not gonna not even a year. Whenever Ozzy Albies gets back, whenever Ozzy Albies gets back, he's gonna immediately come go right back in. But like, if between uh, Arcia and Drury, I'd pick Drury. But I mean, I'd love to have Arcia to back up people too. 
I mean, what, 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 yeah. what? One, one decent pitcher in your farm system goes to Cincinnati. What, what do you think? Would, I mean, Brandon, I'm not even sure it would take a decent pitcher. Yeah, is Brandon Drury a, like going to demand a lot of money know. from Cincy? What are they going to do? What, what are they going to ask for? Drew Waters, Brandon Drury yeah. on a rental? No, Cincy just wants to pick that one. That one's easy. They're lucky. He's like he was like filling time, right? Yeah, I don't know if Atlanta will get him or not, but he's. I think he'll definitely be. On I'm the just move, saying that's so. an option. That kind of guy. Yeah, that's no. an easy fill in, and it's just like last year. Homage to the outfielders that were bought, Jack Peterson. That's that's exactly the same contract. They are the same deal. All right. Anyway, moving on. Chris just told me this. This is wild. Um, Walker Bueller might be. You know, he's the words Tommy John with that guy. Well, they no no. So I I put that on the outline as it says limit damage in elbow or a ligament strain, and typically that leads to Tommy John. Jeez. Well, I mean, yeah. So that it, that has not been said. Thank goodness. But they are saying six to eight weeks at best right now. They can't possibly get that lucky with all these pitchers going down. How how can they have another Tyler Anderson or Tony Gonsolin? Just another one, just like pop out. That's uh, the Dodgers. They've been doing it for years. Yeah, they but... they seem to have a constant weird stream of unknown talent that comes up to the big leagues, and it's just awesome. I, I don't know how they do it. They they still got one of the best farm systems in the league right now, which is crazy. And we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about one here soon, but um, it's crazy how deep their farm system is. It's unbelievable. Like it's it's wild. Uh, and and I mean, not even their farm system. Their moves are good. Tyler Anderson, like he fizzled out in Milwaukee three years ago, and now he just like pops up out of nowhere. Like yeah, I got it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I don't think he's gonna like have you know Gosman like come back in his career, but he's gonna win some games. No, I don't know if he can sustain what he's been doing. But still, Gonsolin never got a shot, so well, Gonsolin, he was always in the Gonsolin's bullpen. Been injured. I, I, I'm, I, and he's had injury yeah. problems. I'm not. I'm not talking about. No, him. I know, yeah. I'm talking about Anderson. Gonsolin, we've you heard say, is good. Now we see. Yeah, you, you see. You say Tyler Anderson, and I, and I instantly think uh, Brett Anderson. Anderson. No, Brett Anderson. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's been out of baseball for like the last four years. No. <laughs> no. Um. And so this one. This one. Okay. I'm not trying to be dramatic here but steven strasberg if there's ever i think a, he's done if there's ever a pitcher that's just jinxed man he got it he got it he got the world series ring he was important that year mvp of the world series he, he, like i think it might be about time to he just can't stay i can't stay healthy at all it stinks so bad but uh he's he's out for the year again or they haven't said, but I mean, shit. He's on the he's on the hook for like the next five years. What do you can What can you do? He's taking up a roster spot, and I mean, I don't mean to be like that. And he's incredibly talented, but he's healthy. But man, well, he's taking up a forty man spot. It's still a Not, spot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. I, I mean, I get what you're saying. If he's but never no, going to come off of it, like, fuck. yeah. I hate it though. I do because I mean, he was he's very good when he's when he's on when he's right. But out with the old, not to be rude. In with the new, dude. They're like I can't believe the rookies this year have been awesome in a lot of stages. Like we started out with some, then replenished again, then replenished again, and now we're getting these like cool stories about guys. But this is a like a midseason assault of rookies right now. Um, three very highly touted uh, prospects. Have all broken through, including a former Dodger prospect, my rookie of the year prospect, 
CW's Rookie of the Year prospect. Let's talk about Jeter Downs, O'Neill Cruz, and Riley Green. Jeter Downs just got called up. He actually hasn't played yet. He's drafted by the Dodgers and then traded for Mookie Betts. So he's going to, he just got the call. The funny thing, did you guys read that article I sent you guys about uh, Jeter Downs? I did. That's fun. That's Uh, awesome. Oh my God. So here's the thing. You know, obviously cell phones. He's playing for their AAA team. He's doing really well. And uh, he has a day off. So he's like, I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to turn my phone off. And he had it on silent. And he was just like sleeping late or whatever. And like, I guess his coaches tried to call. And then like a lot of people tried to call him. (laughs) Finally, one of the coaches texted him and he looked at it. And he's like, call me as soon as possible. He's like, hey, do you not want to get like uh, called up to the big leagues today or what? He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He like was almost late to to get to the team that day. But that's pretty cool. So he's going to start tomorrow, which is Wednesday, um, the 22nd against Detroit. Uh, Tyler Skubal or Tarek Skubal is going to pitch against him. So that's pretty cool, right? Do they have, like, the most talented shortstop position players in baseball, like, collectively? That's what I was about to ask. Where's he going to play? I mean... I don't even know why they called him up. You've already got... Like, why would you call up the, a third Dude. shortstop when you have two of the game's best shortstops? That didn't make sense to me, but it also didn't make sense to me. Why are you going to call him up on a Monday? And the rumor is he's... Well, he's going to play Wednesday, so he did, he's not playing tonight. And then he's possibly going to get sent back down on... Friday. So yeah, why are we calling him for one game? That's so like, why are we? Three games. I understand, but we now have to waste an option on this guy. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. CW, what do you think? Where do you? Where is he going to play? Well, that's my thing. I mean, unless he's going to play maybe third uh, out but of these Rafael three guys. Devers. Well, I guess well, somebody could be a DH. Third. Somebody could be a DH. I was about to say. I was about to say. I don't know Darius where to put him. You know, Who out of these three guys. Mm-hmm. He is the le- the least impressive as far as what he's been doing, um, but he's still got a pedigree and can still be a, a major factor for for the Red Sox at some point in time. But yeah, I think this is just a one of those things to call him up, let him get a few at bats or whatever. But it's so early. Well, there's, there's, um, there's yeah, I just have no no clue where they're gonna put him. Let's see how they just let him. It's it's just a waste of a like I said, a yeah, waste I, of an I, option. I kind of agree for... with Chris on this because. Yeah, because I mean, why, why, why bring him up? Um, as we talk about this, and there's a reason all these guys are getting in the call. Because well, baseball, the other two for sure, but this one's kind of weird. Well, just baseball in general. The um, you were allowed to have what? How many pitchers was it? Was thirteen? Oh yeah, that, yeah. It was, and it, it was, got cut down no, to twelve. It was, it was oh, so they had to balance to out. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. they had to balance out the pitcher count. So there's so a that reason that you're seeing a lot of this happening. So I kind of understand him getting the call, but at the same time, he's the least ready as far as what he showed and has nowhere to play. So it just, I'm kind of like Chris, it's kind of a waste of an option on him. Yeah. And I mean, who plays first base in Boston? Bobby Dahlbeck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the maybe other... he can play outfit. I don't, right, he's got to uh, be playing I, I know an outfield the, position. Like the least well, about him French, than anybody. You got Frenchie Cordero, Alex Verdugo, and then... Kike, I mean, Kike's hurt, and that's... That's right. He's, yeah, play, he's out, probably going to play for Kike, and one of the other guys is probably going to play center. But Kike's been, Kike's been out for, like, five or six days, so... Yeah, but they have to balance out the pitchers, so, like, now... I they, get that. And they so had somebody you, going on the COVID the other day, too. I forget who it was. Bo, or who who got yeah. hurt that actually triggered this? Was it Kike, or is Kike. it... Yeah, I think it's Kike. An infielder. I okay. think it was between Kike and the, the pitcher change, 
it just kind of either way i think we're falling apart on this 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 thing here i don't think this is all that important anyway i think it's weird that he's up and uh, i i'm i'm excited to see him play i've heard a lot about him like i said famously uh traded for mookie betts which i mean mookie betts is you know he's a dodger he he makes a lot of money out there he wants to be there it's not some crazy thing that happened but it's going to change um boston's future that's cool. There's um, Christian Arroyo, by the way, CW. There we go. Okay. So I knew there was some guy that, yeah. Some else, that else got hurt. Um, all right. Well, good luck to him. And uh, let's see how see what he does. Detroit's a good team to start with, I guess. Uh, O'Neal Cruz, my guy. My guy. Fuck yeah. He's my guy. I wish I got him in fantasy, too. He got called up, played his first game you yesterday. Um, yeah, you got him, don't you? Damn right I do. Good for you. Sitting on him and Riley Green all year. Good for you. Um, O'Neal Cruz got called up yesterday, and I'll tell you what, it was a lot of fun. Uh, if you haven't seen any of his, his game film, go watch his first game. It's, it's pretty exciting. He's an exciting player. Well, you, you know that's not his first game, though, right? No, no. The first game of this year. He had a couple cards oh, yeah, last okay. year at the end yeah. of the year. But yeah, he, he, three he got called up, and this time, I mean, this is his real shot. Last year it okay. was September. Is it call September? Just call-up. making sure you knew. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. I did. Yeah, last year's call up was just because yeah. the can and it didn't this go is, against any of the yeah. options or anything. So this yeah. is the real deal. So his first game this year, uh, he went two for five with. A f- I, that's a typo. I think it was four RBIs um, actually. Well, and he two had, runs scored. He, had, I think he had a two run double that yeah. he tried to leg into a triple, and then he yeah. had an Correct. RBI single. Right. So three RBIs. I think only three, but well, it was more than two. I know Correct. that. So three RBIs, three RBIs, and two yep. runs. Yeah. Um, two cool fun facts, but I don't know. So on the outline, I wrote in big red letters: "Super weird and possibly irrelevant stat of the day." Both of these are cool, but listen, I, I they're saying it a lot lately, and I'm not sure how much it totally matters. It's cool. His first hit registered at 112.9 uh, nine miles an hour, and it is one of the hardest hit baseballs this year. It really, it's like I think I don't know, within the top 15 um, players uh, of this year, I he just hit the ball really, really, really hard, really hard. However, that was on that double uh, benches uh, bases clearing double. He ran through a stop site and got. Just tossed at third. He's incredibly fast. It's I mean, not it like was, it's not like they it had was, a miraculous throw. He ran through that close. stop sign. He totally ran through a stop sign. There's oh, no 100%, way. There's no way that coach was like, "Come on, it was close. It. it was closer than you're making it out to be. It was a nice play, but like he was, at, he should have. He's very fast, and he couldn't get that. Never should have ran. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. You know, no, I'm just saying it wasn't he was that he excited. got absolutely fucking hosed. It was a close play, but he got you don't make the first out at third base. He was hosed, though. He was totally out. It wasn't like a check the booth. Like, he was gunned. On that play, though, to add a third irrelevant stat. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say. From home to third, that was the third fastest any player has made it on a triple attempt all, all season. <laughs> He, Six foot seven monster of a man. He is a tall drink of water. Putting him down. And so the other stat that I was going to say is later in the game, there was a ground ball um, deep in the hole at, at short. And he chucked that thing 96.7 miles an hour, which is the fastest throw from an infielder on a put out this year. That is very fast. That's a, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a slow, uh, 
No, that's a decent fastball. Like that's a good fastball. Okay, you oh, say, you yeah. you say decent, but if you put him on the mound, he's probably like a 91, 92. Well, so okay. but yes, because yeah, he had that he is can, fucking I mean, amazing from start. shortstop. It's great. I hate to be the pessimist again, but I did watch that recap a couple of times. He's kind of that was a, the, that play was kind of actually kind of sloppy. He double clutched. It he was. fielded it kind of funky, and then he threw it beautifully. So a great recovery, but I, he. He kind of made it harder on himself than he had to. Again, rookie first game, uh, well, you know, audition, you know. Yeah. So I, a good game, though, and really he was exciting to watch. The, the article that I read said, uh, most exciting player in baseball, CW. I, do you think, uh, I mean, after one game, do you think it's all that? Yeah, I'm excited, about to say, but... one game, I mean, exciting rookie call-up, yes. Um, For sure. Most exciting player in baseball, hell no. I what? mean, Mike Trout still exists. Raphael. Right. Or um, Ronald Acuna Jr. still exists. Rafael Devers still exists. I mean, there's there's a a list of players I could give you. It's probably twenty deep. That yeah, it's a much bigger turn for me to watch right now. I did watch the game tonight just to to see him, or at least the first few innings. Um, same kind of play tonight. He bobbled, double clutched the ball a little bit, had another rocket shot the first, and he stole a base tonight. He is he is a phenomenal athlete. Oh yeah, he's got power of what seems to rival Stanton or Judge as far as you know the funky numbers put out. And um, outside of, I just think he's too big to be a shortstop. Outside of that, I I think he's he seems to be the real deal. What do you do with the guy that tall, Chris? Uh, put him in center field. Center field is that where the tallest? Guy? I don't know. Like right with, with a with a fucking hose like that, yeah, you yeah. put him in center field. Yeah, we were talking about this before you before you got on the call. Dude literally was playing both short and center in the minor leagues. Okay, so he was playing center. Like, he was doing both, okay, and then they call him up, and he's playing shortstop his first game. So, like, but my my whole thing, and 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 this is kind of my tangent on O'Neill Cruz. When I looked at his numbers, I didn't see major league ready. Yeah. 232. He, he was hitting 232 in AAA. 232. Yeah, but he also but, hit, like, a uh, buck 50 for the first month. So yes, he did. He's been on fire so, the last two or three So weeks. I'll throw this out there. Was he really just that pissed that they said, hey, dude, go to the minor leagues for a couple weeks where you, before we call you up? Because uh-huh. he, like, it, it came out, remember when he had the big the big ass bat flip that we, we talked about earlier this oh, year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, we didn't hear anything about him. And then, bam, you're on the way back to the big leagues. I, so I, I look at it like this. When they leaned on Dansby Swanson, to produce on a team that's supposed to compete, it really messed him up. Like it really did put his swing back. Uh, and thank goodness he he has grown out of that, and he's become a pretty pretty darn good hitter now. There's no pressure on O'Neill Cruz to to be good, but there's pressure on Pittsburgh to put a product worth a while on the field. And I mean, if if they have good coaches in Pittsburgh, like they should, they have all the money in the world. Get a good coach. The coaches should take care of O'Neill Cruz and Cabrian Hayes for those two talented young men to like, to like grow up on the same team, I think is more important for, for Pittsburgh than maybe bringing him up too early. Maybe he's not going to be good and they'll send him back down, but I don't have a problem with O'Neill Cruz coming up. I really don't like same with Adley Rushman. Like these guys are supposed to be amazing. They're, they're tracked, they're tracked their brain in baseball. We can talk to them. They seem bright. These guys aren't competing for the world series. No, we're not wasting their psychological output in baseball. 
and I and I think you're right saying that that, that that's fantastic bringing them up now instead of bringing them up on a team that is competing and you're like oh shit now I need someone that's going to be an extra catalyst now it's like hey get yourself some experience and 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 here we go let's let's see how you handle well I mean unfortunately losing yeah and see if that puts a detriment on the way you play the game yeah absolutely. Yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh has a lot of young talent, though. I mean, mm-hmm. they brought up was, the other like, kid, too, not, though. Yeah, I, I, about to say, I can't remember his name. He's got an odd name. Bly Martis. Anyway. Yeah, there we go. And um, I was watching the game when they had Ronzi Contreras starting. And, I mean, he's got a hell of an arm on him. I don't know how good he's actually going to be. But, I mean, kind of as a Braves fan, Spencer Strider type pitcher. So they've got a lot of young talent. If they've got any way to make it all work out and they can progress, I mean, that team could be good, I don't know, two, three years from now and be good for a long time. Yeah, you got to trust the process, you hope, you know. Um, but I, 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 I'm I, excited to watch O'Neill Cruz. You know, Chris, yeah, you're right. His stats aren't – he had a better year last year, apparently. In the, oh, uh, he was fantastic last year. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, last year. Um, so, so we'll see if it gets better, and if not, maybe he'll just go back down. Who knows? Good luck to him. Uh, Riley Green, though, um, CW, he is probably going to stick around maybe. I mean, for a while, right? I mean, they, he's producing, and they like him. And Torkelson, they've shown that they 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 aren't throwing him out regularly. So, oh no, oh no, they're keeping um, those. This guys team out. needs offense yeah. terribly bad. Uh, their outfield's been not good. Um, the whole team's this, been not good. Yeah, I'm about to say at, at, overall, the whole team's not been good. So. Yeah, Javi um, Baez, what hell? Uh, no. hit a home run tonight. So, cool, cool your shit. So damn bad. Oh, I just don't understand how he's been so bad. But but yeah, Riley Green, I mean, he seems to have a hit tool that's going to be really, really good. I mean, he. I don't know how much power it looks like he's going to have. He may be a 25-homer guy as he progresses, uh, but he should be able to hit 300 and walk much more than he strikes out and be a really good outfielder. I wanted to read, what is it? Prospects TLDR. Green swing is somehow lovely and fierce at the same time. His odd Kate Viles, his athleticism, which is most evident in the batter's box. He is the heart of the order prodigy. This kid, like I said, he should be an amazing hit tool. Good speed. I've even heard um, some of the fantasy guys talk about him being like a Juan Soto with more speed. So, I mean, that's a lot to live up to, but this kid, should be amazing. I've been excited. I said that I thought, man, I thought that Detroit was going to be better than this, and maybe, maybe he'll help spark this thing to 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 get back. Baez will get better. Like that that team will get. It's not going to be good, but they'll but they'll be better than this. I thought I thought they'd be better than this. I think they will. Yeah, I, I I feel this much the same about them as I do Pittsburgh. I mean, they've got a very good young core coming through. Yeah. If you know the managers and general manager at all can manage it right. You know, a couple of years from now, I think they could be a really good team and in that division make a lot of noise. They're they're a little ways away. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, Chris, do you have anything about Riley Green you wanna you wanna say? Um, yeah, with as bad as this team has been all year, um, thank goodness he may provide some sort of spark. I mean, literally right now, I think their best hitter that has played a majority of their games is Miguel Cabrera. Candelario's hitting under two hundred. Baez is hitting under 200. Torkelson's hitting under 200. Castro's hitting under 200. And these are everyday guys. Yeah. Like, I know it's a small sample size, but, you know, like we said it's earlier. It's not that small he's, anymore. He's it's hitting that, three, we're 360. We're close to halfway through the year here, kid. No, I'm no, I'm saying with, with Riley Green. Oh, I thought you, you know, meant like hitting, the teams being bad. I was like, no, they're, <laughs> no, they're no, so far no. pretty bad. Riley Green's hitting 
364 coming into tonight. Uh, he's one for three tonight. Uh, yeah, he's punched out twice, but I mean, I think the dude can play. Well, you say you punched out so. twice, but he's walked five times. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, he exactly. Get so on he's, base a ton. That's pretty. I mean, cool. he, he. I was looking at his strikeout percentage. It's never really been above 21, 22, which is crazy coming out of you know where a lot of these guys we were talking about the kid from Boston. His strikeout percentage last year was thirty two percent. You know, so Riley Green he walks more than he strikes out, and he makes a lot of line drives come off that bat so it should play well good luck to him too um who's gerard gerard incarnacion who is i don't know how to say it who's this gerard gerard i I don't know but this dude gets called up gets called up over the weekend first major league hit hey we're going grand salami grand salami with his first what's happening tomorrow Miami. For Miami. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, yes. Congratulations, Mr. Encarnacion. Salami first hit. That's that's a ball you want so, to keep, right? Hey. Figure that was a little bit of a shout out, right? You know, we're talking about rookies. No, it's great. I just I didn't know I didn't hear it. I mean, we, we talked about guys that literally everybody in this show has uh heard of. So cheers to him. Great. All right. Listen, I know that one of the themes of this show has become Chris stop talking about the Yankees. I get it. Like, that's pretty much the thing that we do every week is I yell at Chris for talking about the Yankees too much. Uh, maybe you've noticed that Chris hasn't talked about the Yankees that much today because we're going to try to keep all of our fandoms in check and just do a one-liner, all right? We're just all going to talk about one thing about our teams that, that happened recently or that we want people to know about. That way we keep it to a minimum. Sometimes we'll talk about them on big pieces or whatever, but for now, it's just one thing, talk about it, and then it's kill it so let's cw you go ahead and go first what what uh what do you want to talk about what's what's your brave piece of information you want to tell the world or talk about a quick first um congratulations to them for the 14 game winning streak yeah, awesome cheers to that uh but more i want to talk about we just had a little segment about rookies we just had our own little rookie call up a few weeks back uh michael harris jr come straight from double a and has been an instant spark plug for us um great playing in the outfield hitting well over 300 a few home runs everything you want coming out of the the nine hole hitter yeah michael harris jr fantastic little rookie for us uh that's what i want everybody to know about michael right on is he still up he's staying is he staying up he's He's up for good he's done he's yeah he ain't going back at least not yeah he's he's been yeah he's been way too good i don't know what's going to happen once um everybody gets healthy as far as you know playing time but i don't see him going anywhere that outfield was one of the worst defensively before he got called up which Ronald Acuna Jr. has also been playing, you know, pretty much daily also. So you add those two out there, the uh, defense is a thousand times better out there. So I believe he will be staying in center field for the rest of the year. Good. Keep an eye on him. He definitely has uh, some some fun, fun highlights already out there. So Arguably the best defensive center fielder in, in the National League. He's been fun for sure. Yeah, good points, you dub Big time. All right, Chris. What is your what what you got? What's your Yankeeism? I'm a, it's kind of like uh, you know, Ready Player One. Uh, if you if you've seen it, you know, first of the key, yeah, first of the key, yeah, first of fifty on pace right now to historically be the tie for the best Yankee team of all time and win loss record. And that offense is just stupid, ridiculously good. They are producing. You know, Judge and uh, Stanton combined have more home runs than the entire Detroit Tigers. Detroit Tigers. Sorry, can't even talk. Uh, it's that impressive. Yeah, fifty wins is uh, it's a good 
good uh, good place to be right now. That's pretty yeah, pretty good. Hit so many home runs, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Mike, are they che- Mike? Since you went to the ballpark, are they cheating? Look, you I'd better love, be. Damn it! I I I'd love to do. If I had the money and time, I would love to just dig into that because that's it's just so weird. And yeah, having such a short porch and a bunch of lefties on the team is basically cheating. That's my opinion. They have two. Whatever. And, a, and two switch hitters. I'm about done talking to you about it. All right. Um, and I, I'm just going to be pretty honest with you guys. Paul Goldschmidt is the MVP of the National League. Um, that guy is so good. I, I mean, I'm sure by now people are starting to notice, but for real, that guy is killing it. I mean, he is he's automatic at the plate. And, I mean, his defense is in, in, incredible. And now he's at an age where he's a veteran on the team, so he's the whole package. And it's, it's time that people are reintroduced to the new St. Louis version of amazing Paul Goldschmidt. He doesn't steal bases anymore, but he hits everything. And, uh, yeah, if he produces like this all year, he's the MVP, period. That's it. Watch him call it. So that's it. That's it. So that's it. And we'll we'll try to keep it at bay, guys. But we love our baseball team, so we're always going to talk more about them. So I won't be very good at it. Yeah, Chris is totally going to still talk about Yankees. Uh, I can pretty much guarantee it. But hopefully this rains it in a bit. So we'll see how it goes. One-liners, success. Um, let's wrap it up, guys. Let's talk a couple quick things, and uh, let's kick it for the night. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers did what I felt was coming with this production hitting 179 I believe uh it was it was time uh that Lorenzo Cain um he he, did, he said himself in an interview after he's like it's just time for me to rest for a little bit um he did not say he's retiring but uh he was DFA'd um on his 10 year anniversary of being a major Classy baseball player fucking move yeah they had to have known that it was coming because he i mean it, it wasn't overnight he's just not been very good this year he just really hasn't and last year he wasn't spectacular either he did have an all-star year he did have a gold glove year he's a world series champion um and you know what he's 36 the, the year is long and i mean people are going to be running for the pennant and dropping people left and right he's totally a guy that's gonna get a phone call and i think it's more up to him if he wants to come back uh, for a team to to play um, for any stretch of time over his family and his body so he's fully vested by the way 10 years it means you're fully fully vested um he gets pension for the rest of his his life and um yeah that's how that union works and it's a great perk of of what baseball does so congratulations on that because that's a big deal so the, the the best thing about this is and and you just you mentioned it like you need a guy that's going to be a defensive guy off the bench yeah I mean, the first outfielder I would call would probably be Lorenzo Kane because he's still an elite level defender. He just can't hit anymore. And if and if you actually listen to the the whole uh, interview after you know he goes, you know, I'm, I kind of knew it was coming, but for a guy that showed up in tenth grade, tenth yeah. grade, yeah, to baseball tryouts, had jeans jean shorts mm-hmm. or jeans on, a fucking t shirt, no glove, no cleats. He was in basketball shoes. And I spent 10 years in the big leagues. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Congrats to that dude. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. No, and just going by what you said, I mean, no, he's not been hitting, but in a clutch situation, someone coming off the bench, I mean, Mike just gave all the accolades he's had. He's been a fantastic player. He's been a good player in stress situations. If I had to have somebody, you know, go play outfield or, pinch hit at the right time so yeah maybe maybe you know 
we get past the all-star break, we have a team that, you know, just needs a fourth outfielder. He would be a good one. Yeah. I, I definitely um, would hold my breath on, on him um, coming back for another team at some point this year, but cheers to him. Anyway, um, he helped me out a lot in fantasy baseball over the years. So cheers to that. Thanks. The Dodgers and the Yankees have expressed mutual interest in playing a game in Paris next year. I know baseball is really hot to get more international. And I mean, honestly, I'm totally fine if the teams are the ones that want to go, you know, if they're the ones that say we want to make this travel time and we want to put that stress on our body in the middle of the year or, you know, wherever it might be the first game of the year, that'd probably be the best way for them to do that or right before uh, the all-star break, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, that's interesting. I'm not mad at that. I'm mad when the MLB basically imparts on teams to do it. You know what I mean? What do you guys think of that? Well, it's pretty cool. Baseball in Paris. Only, well, I mean, they've talked about Paris, Germany. Right. Um, I think Japan. Mm-hmm. And um, at some America, point, I, well, yeah, I mean, the Latin America things, it, it's been done before. Right. Um, and then I could be completely 100% full of shit. But at some point, I think they did mention something about Russia as well. Yeah, but that was before. Well, that's well, obviously, yes. So I don't know if that's that might be on hold. But yeah, so the Dodgers were the first team to to come out and say, "Hey, we'd like to be one of the first teams in Paris to play." And this afternoon, the reason this I brought this up was because the Yankees said they wanted to be the first team to be there and open up the twenty twenty three season. Yeah, just like you had said. Gotcha. You know. I think it'd be cool if the teams want it. I'm that I'm not mad at it. It's as long as it's a better venue than Wembley Stadium when they, where they tried to play baseball when the Yankees and Red Sox went over there and there was like 40 home runs hit in two games. Well, they're going to try and make it as packed out as possible. They they're, they want eyes. They don't want a great game. They want eyes on the game, and they can just hope that the game's going to be great. Yeah, but center field doesn't need to be 385. I, uh, okay, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you, Chris, um, but you know, go ahead, C-Dub. Can't really worry about that. I mean, those two teams make sense. I mean, those are two of the biggest market teams we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if they're volunteering, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, why don't we have – I mean, I, I like going back and digging in the old baseball. There used to be, like, off-season tours of – Well, they used to go to Japan every year. Well, Yeah, Japan. I mean, and you would have all-star players. I mean, Babe Ruth and Gary and all these guys would go and be – baseball ambassadors and go play against their teams why can't that happen during the offseason that way it's not a and it don't even have to be the the stars they don't have to be mike trout send o'neill cruz send all the little young kids we have yeah let them play four or five games a year over there as a you know I'll tell ambassadorship you. type deal i'll tell you why they're agents they want they're probably asking for a crazy amount or they're saying no because he could get that's, hurt and what's in do you know how policy? much money that would make i, I get it i totally so, agree hey, i totally i mean do you, I totally you, agree. do you guys not remember the the video of or the videos of barry barnes in the home run derby in the in the damn tokyo dome yes absolutely yeah i had not thought about it but yes yeah it absolutely. would be it would I mean, be great yeah they do. You're right. I mean, I, if you want to grow the sport that way, it seems more logical to me to do it in the off season with players that are willing to go over there and do that. Sure. And instead of putting the stress on travel, like I said, if it's opening season, kind of like they did a few years ago with, I think it was the Red Sox and somebody, I mean, they played two or three games and they had two or three games off to get back and get settled in. I remember waking That's, up like 
it was either ninth or 10th grade. And I woke up at 5 a.m. to catch opening day. And it was Oakland and Tampa Bay in, uh, or Oakland and Seattle in damn Tokyo. Yeah. And it was like a week and a half before the actual regular season opened. Yeah. And they, they, like I said, they would always, they always follow it with two or three days off to give them time to get home and reorientate to actually start the normal season for them. But that's just a lot of stress. Like I said, I'd rather see them do it off season type deal and, you know, make it lucrative for the players that want to go do it. I mean, they'd draw a ton of fans across everywhere and make a ton of money. So, you know, yep. make it, make it worth their while that there'll be players that want to go. A million percent agree with that. So one more rookie to mention really quick. Um, I did mention him earlier one time, but Adley Rushman, he's been up he's been up for a while now, but uh, he finally connected. He hit his first home run. So that is uh, now off his back. You know, now he can swing freely because I bet that's pretty nerve-wracking to take so long <laughs> after you got called up. You know, it's one of those things to check mark off. Yeah, before you move on to the next topic, uh, like awesome for Adley, but did you see like how cool it was in the dugout when, and I, and I told you this last week. So Trey Mancini got his, when he hit his first home run, Manny Machado was on the home run chain duty. Mm-hmm. Well, Trey Mancini was on chain duty when Adley Rushman hit his, gave him the chain, saw the excitement in his face, gave him a big ass hug. And I, I, I just thought that was pretty cool. When that just, came out, just that. So it's good stuff. Yep, it's all awesome. He looks awesome. I I would rather just make one statement about how stupid I still think their stadium change is, and that's all I want to say. Well, okay. it kills right-handers. <laughs> it kills right-handers. Uh, oh, it's terrible. It's such a bad stadium change, but whatever. I mean, it's Baltimore. Yep, that's it. That's what you gotta say. It's Baltimore. Well, they hey, they talked about moving the team if they got bought out by a new guy, and then. The GM was like, no shot. Within two I don't want them to other. move, but I mean, that stadium was awesome due to it mm. being so hitter friendly. I mean, mm. I understand it sucks for the pitchers, but draft better pitchers, teach your pitchers better, get ground Have ball the, pitchers, get I, yeah, you know, to the to the field, take advantage of your team. I mean, yeah, take advantage of your surroundings, not punish the rest of your team by moving your wall back up million miles and making it but again adapt and survive yep just adapt what is going on with this squirrel (laughs) so did you not see the video uh i believe it was in pittsburgh it was the weekend it was was sunday it was sunday right or saturday night i don't have any idea and basically there was a squirrel on the field and the ground crew could not catch the thing i mean rally squirrel man it was like a whole ordeal that takes me back that takes me back uh, a <laughs> long time for the St. Louis Cardinals. We had a rally squirrel. I just thought it was day. funny as hell. Like I said, it was it was a fun note. Yeah. Uh, you know, not, nothing really important. It was just humorous. Unbelievable. Cutting all that. Jesus, Chris. Wasting it. Oh, just kidding. Uh, get off the field, squirrel. It's dangerous. You know, don't run into Randy Johnson, that's for sure. He'll kill you. Um, he doesn't have wings. It's all, He's all right. <laughs> Welcome back to Atlanta, young jock. Jock Peterson uh, and the Giants in Atlanta. So welcome back, Mr. Pearls. Um, congratulations on the World Series. You are cemented in Atlanta history because you played there for three months. You're a heavy part of the ring. <laughs> You're like about uh, as close to everything as anybody could be, including dancing Like Swanson. all of the ring. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, he's got, we are those motherfuckers when they open it up. He's got pearls on it. Like, it's it's him. Yeah. 
in yeah on a on a uh, three month rental. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but I, I, as I said before, I think his attitude kind of sparked something in us, and it re- was very cool. But it was kind of an awkward thing because I, I don't know if y'all was watching the game, but it was the you know ninth inning, tied nine or one to one. He came yes. in as a pitch hitter, standing ovation. Standing ovation. I mean, the man's up there about to possibly win the game, and we're all standing up clapping for him. I was kind of, I was kind of torn at that moment. I mean, this is a big moment. I'm not sure I want everybody hearing for him, but it worked out. And um, yeah, thanks, Jock. You yeah. you were awesome, and um, that was. You know, he still has that funny. god-awful hair too. I know. I, that just makes him Ugh. Jock. I mean, he's just an awesome dude. Seems like he'd be fun to drink a beer with, and yeah, you know just one. You know how I know. Well. <laughs> you know how I know Jock Peterson's awesome because I like him, and that's 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 saying a lot. That's all it takes. Well, that's yeah, all it takes, typically. But uh, that's saying a lot because he was a Dodger and a Cub. I hate both of those teams a lot, and I still like the guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm gonna one. Up, I'm gonna one up you, dude. I liked him in the minor leagues. I listen. To, I listen to bands that don't even <laughs> exist yet. <laughs> What a chode. What is wrong with uh, you? You got anything man. else from either one of you, jabronis? Well, yeah. Uh, happy trails because we haven't been on for the last couple weeks to to Joe Madden and uh, Joe, Girardi. Joe Girardi. The two Joes. Yeah. Uh, they, Joe you know, the, the Angels broke their snide with the, the nickelback. Um, and then the Phillies went on like a nine game win streak. Yeah, I think it's something we need to talk about somewhere down the line. How much does a manager matter? Okay. Oh, I would love, I would love to do that. Let's do that next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Listen up for that, guys. We're gonna t- dig into some managers because actually, that I have plenty more to talk about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's one or two I think could be on their way out right now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally in that. Let's get that started, like Aura. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, good talk. That's a good call there, CW. Great call. Damn for right. sure. Cow. Best of luck to those Fuck students. Off. Well, That's oh, fucking awesome. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god i better be able to clip that all right um yeah that's it chris say bye no hold up oh no i said bye. uh cw all right so cw's always the one that leads us out mm-hmm. we have what? any any no, famous no. folk i have no oh. death or destruction to report on as far as i know <laughs> then then fine see you later bye bitch <laughs> all right i, I like it, it. yeah <laughs> see it Ah, that's awesome. Moved on. We've moved on. We've moved. We've uh, moved on. Excuse me. Charlie Hustle. Charlie Hustle needs to be represented of all the time.